Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yachad. Uh, I want to welcome everybody back from our short little summer break uh, for the last couple of weeks. I hope everybody had an enjoyable... Enjoyable? Entertaining? I don't know what word you use for the uh, three weeks or the nine days. Uh, we have a full show going on today. We're going to take a trip around some of the modern Orthodox day, uh, sleepaway camps upstate. We'll be talking with people uh, from Camp Morasha and Camp Misora, uh, two camps where I spent um, my camping years. Great times. I actually went up to visit this past Monday to both Morasha and Misora, and I left saying, I want to be in camp. Camp is awesome. Um, right now, I'm excited to welcome and introduce, we have two people for joining us from Camp Morasha. We have Rabbi Arya Yudin, who's the assistant director at Morasha, and Laura Frochter, who is the director of Morasha Yachar. Rabbi Yudin and Laura, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Ali. So, um, great to be here. Oh, it's great to be here. What's going on in camp? Tell us what's going on. We're in color war. Green Co- versus white. Green versus white. Do you guys have a theme going on this summer? Do we have a theme? Do we, do we have a theme? Kim Marshall always has a theme. Always. Always, baby. The theme of this summer, 2013, is a summer to remember as we are celebrating our 50th birthday celebration this summer. Kim Happy Marshall, birthday. That's fantastic. Yeah, very exciting. The past and the present. Oh, you guys should use green and white as Back your colors. Future. Back to the future. <laughs> Is there a DeLorean right when you drive up to camp? Is there a what? A DeLorean. No, there is not. There is not. We tried, actually, but... Uh, the flux capacitor you know, uh, wasn't working? Hollywood Studios had to keep the uh, station back <laughs> in uh, L.A. Oh, man. So what's going on in camp? Right now we're in the middle of color war, right? It's green against white. Haheim against Tahu, the past against the future. And Correct. where we stand right now, who's in the lead? Right now, believe it or not, it is neck and neck. I'm telling you, it is really a tight race. Uh, talk now, about the, the think, excitement. You know, but, so, you know, the winner of today's sports and tonight's Sharia is going to determine the, the winner. So of it's, really, it's, it's literally going to come down to the end. It's going to come down to the end. Okay. Do you guys have somebody in camp whose job it is is to... Make sure that all the points are recorded and that everything is ordered. Maybe an accountant would be good at that? We actually do. It's funny you say that. We have a very, very capable accountant in camp who wears many hats. He runs our Chinook department, but he's also an, uh, an excellent accountant. You're not talking. Oh, Rabbi Wienicker. Oh, you can I'm nail this down as a piece of cake for him. Al, for many, many years, over 20 years, he's been in Camp Marsha. I would think you'd want to give him a challenge. I feel like accounting color points is a piece of cake for him. Yeah, you know, he has this very, very, very um, uh, exciting Excel spreadsheet that, uh, not Excel, excuse me, Excel spreadsheet. They edit this later. It doesn't matter now. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Exactly. They got an Excel spreadsheet with his special calculations that he has. And In a nobody top secret location. Exactly. They do a top secret location. Okay, so hold on a second here. Let's take a step back. Um, by the way, if anybody wants to get updates on Morasha as I do, you can just, you can uh, follow them or be friends with them on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Morasha Camp. Now, I found out that you guys broke out color war actually before visiting day. Is that right? That is that is very much correct. You broke out color war Moses Shabbos, had visiting Moses day on Shabbos. Sunday. No one was expecting it. No, so, yeah, no t- tell us how that went it. down. Visiting day was the next morning. The last thing on anyone's mind was color war. So nobody saw this coming? 
No Shabbos coming. Um, what did you guys do on Moses Shabbos to break it out? Okay, so, you know, Cam or while we have a lot of fun here, we are built on values. And we really want the kids to have a summer not only of fun but of growth. And uh, we have seven values here that we highlight each week before Shabbat. We recognize campers from boys' campus and girls' campus that exemplify the Morishah values. One of the Morishah values, which uh, is respect, respect responsibility, responsibility, excuse me. One of the Morishah values is responsibility, and we have a beautiful values wall that uh, adorns our camp. And each of the values has its own huge plank, which portrays that value. And we had the responsibility value taken down in the middle of the night, and the entire camp woke up the next morning to a missing value. Wait, this next morning was Sunday morning? On Shabbos morning, believe it or not, they, uh, they, uh, well, it was actually taken down before Shabbat began. Phew. I, I was going to say. Everyone was watching the Shabbat video. And the camp later, you know, the next day when it was light outside, realized that this value was missing. And the place went crazy. Everyone thought it was a pre-visiting day prank or maybe, you know, the lifeguards went ahead and they took it down. The place was literally in turmoil. Nobody had any idea where it was. And the last thing in the world anybody was thinking was Kalor. On Shabbat, on Shabbat, Jeremy and I walked through the bunks just to, uh, you know, check it out. You had to look, you had to find the missing pillar. Exactly. And what we did on, uh, on, on Moti Shabbat, we had a beautiful camp wide Malava Malka. And after uh, the Malava Malka, we had a little bit of, we had excuse me, camp wide Abdullah. And after Abdullah, we, we got the whole camp quiet and day three minutes. Our boys had counselor. He made some uh, visiting day announcements, and then he told everybody, he said, listen, unfortunately we had a terrible prank that was done in camp, and we actually found the missing panel, and uh, it's time for those that took the panel to take responsibility. Ah! Ah, you get it? I see it. That's genius. taking the panel, and we told them, that we know which bunk actually took it because they spray-painted their bunk number on the back of the panel. And we were giving them the option to come and man up to it and own up to their actions now or suffer the consequences of being sent home with their parents the next day. Wait, can I guess the next part? Did you turn it around and it said Color War 2013 on it? Oh, you know what? That would have been cool like 10 years ago. <laughs> okay, but... You're talking about Camp Morasha here, okay? I haven't been in camp since 2004. Let me me give you a little bit of an education. So what we did was, first of all, the whole place is quiet. Everybody's looking around for the bunk that's going to step up to the plate. Where was this? Where'd you do it? This was all in the Merkazia. Oh, baller. I love it. And Dave says, Dave Freeman says, all right, I gave you a chance. And he says to Jay-Z Spear, bring it out. So Jay-Z and myself went backstage and we took it out. And the actual banner was facing the camp, you know, the, the side that they were supposed to be looking at with the value on it, responsibility was facing them, and then we slowly turned around. As we turned around, the lights went off, the music, you know, the Eye of the Tiger pumping music went on in the background, and Jeremy projected Color War, Morasia, 
2013. We don't write it. Come on, we don't write it. Uh, that, that's that's too old school here. <laughs> we videoed and we projected that onto the back of the panel, and the place went berserk. Wow, that is wild. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm very excited to be talking about Kent Morashah right now. We have Rabbi Arya Yudin, the assistant director of Morashah, and Laura Fruchter, uh, the director of Yachad in Morashah. Uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about the Yachad program in Morashah. How long have you been there? What types of individuals um, are in your program, and how's it going? The Yachad program is awesome. It's my 10th summer with Morashah Yachad. Started with a counselor and now can't leave. We have 50 people part of the program. That's including our campers, our vocational program, and our staff. We have approximately 30 campers, boys and girls, and eight vocational members, meaning they have jobs around camp and help out in various different locations, the baking room, the music, not the baking room, scratch that out, the art room, the ceramics room, in the canteen? In the canteen, all different places, anywhere you can imagine, um, helping out around camp, giving back to camp. Um, and we have an awesome staff for about 20 counselors. They're all superstars, doing a great job, working hard, having fun. We, Camp Morishah celebrated Yachad this summer at the Camp Morishah Runs Yachad Marathon. What, what? Give me something else. No, that's great. No, no, that's that's where we're going with this. You know, Mora Shah and uh, Yachad work together this year, Friday, as yeah. we always do, to, to put on... Always do. Hello? First Friday of camp, July 5th, the whole camp gathered on the main road of camp. By the warehouse. By the warehouse. Everyone had the opportunity to sign up before camp to raise money. It was a real deal. They had a, we had a whole website. You could check it out online. CampMoreShah.com slash Mora Shah Runs. Uh, every, every camper, every staff member had the opportunity to join a team, be trained, be part of it. It was a 5K. We ran around the lake. Um, cameras, I got permits from the town. We closed off the road. We got awesome t-shirts. Um, and we did it. We ran a 5K. So let's say, look, Laura, go ahead. One second, not only did we run around, and not only did we close off the roads to ensure safety, but we hired an excellent company that actually handed out little bids to all of our staff and campers, and each child, each staff member was assigned a number, and the starting line actually tracked their starting time. So you were able to see time. what their actual running times were. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't as if if you ran first, you had you know an easier chance this to win. This was like the Miami ING Marathon in Lakewood, Pennsylvania. But more Shah style. So two, two questions. Number one, how much money was raised? And number two, who was the winner for the camper and the staff? Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm going to let Laura answer the first question because it's really something that is very, very special. It's something that when I tell you, when we, when we thought about this idea during the winter, in a million years did we ever think that we would reach the, the number that we did. But it's before Laura tells you the number that we raised, it's really uh, a beautiful you know, um, testimony to our parent body, to our campers, and to our staff who really embrace and love and appreciate all that Yachad stands for. And as much as, you know, we give to Yachad, the truth is we get so much more back from Yachad, and we really love having them here. So I'm going to let Laura tell you how much we actually raised, because it is a mind-boggling number. Um, Do you have a drum roll? (laughs) (laughs) Which can always go 
you know, be bigger, is $109,000. $109,000 was raised on the Camp Morashah runs. It's unbelievable. And unbelievable. What, what, what is Morashah doing with that money? What did you say? What is Morashah doing with that money? There's two things. Camp Morashah is using the money to help build more facilities that will be accessible to everyone in camp, including our Yachad campers. There are plans and the groundbreaking ceremony will be shortly in a few weeks for a brand new infirmary health center, which will have ramps and access and it will just be a current up-to-date facility. We also have a brand new area outside the girls' Yachad bunk, uh, which has a mister to to play on hot days and polypong tables, which are four-way ping-pong tables, which is awesome. The girls are excited to hang out there, and it's an attraction for all the other Marsha girls to come join the Alpha girls and play there. Right, but the main thing that we're going to be focusing on is really making sure that our health center is accessible to them. As you know, as I said in the beginning, we're celebrating our 50th summer, and, uh, you know, while we're certainly updating our campus each year, building new facilities and great stuff, we want to make sure that our Yachad members could enjoy it all, and therefore we're making sure that they have proper ramps and access to all those wonderful facilities. Unreal. That's incredible. Yeah, in terms of who won the marathon, so the fastest time for, uh, it's more, it's almost three and a half miles around the lake, uh, went to Isaac Blinder. Um, it was approximately 23. What? 20, 23 minutes, which is pretty unbelievable. That's crazy. That's like a seven-minute mile. Yeah, I know that. It's pretty awesome. Well, all I have to say is he's lucky I didn't come up for that run. You know, he is lucky. And uh, <laughs> the truth is, I was training for a marathon during the year, and I was I was there, but then Sandy came and wrecked, out, wrecked that off. Uh. I put my marathon training on hold. So I was really uh, in contention, perhaps, to take home the gold, but, you know, I stepped aside and I let somebody else take But the also, Ari, it's not about the win. It's about the, the raising the money yeah. for, for the camp. That's what that's what it's about. It's about finishing the finishing the crossing the finish line whenever you can make it. That's all, it doesn't matter. Just about that, and really going back to what the most important part was. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. The whole camp coming together, singing on Uvene Marasha before we went. It was beautiful. You know, singing the national anthem and our tikva before we left. Right before the race began, we had one of our Yachad members, uh, Zed Diamond. Zed Diamond got up and he gave an amazing pump-up speech. And the, there wasn't a dry eye, you know, in the camp. But what was really most special was watching the different Yachad members cross the finish line and having our campers that did not actually run, you know, lace the finish line and stay there, standing, clapping as each Yachad member, you know, some in wheelchairs, and some holding on to others, and some by themselves. But as each one crossed that finish line, it was a really, really special, beautiful moment. Laura, what, what was uh, the reaction of the Yachad members who both who ran and who didn't run uh, to the whole event? They had the best time. They can't stop talking about that day. We keep going back to it. We keep saying, let's run again. Everyone puts on their shirts. They wear their shirts, you know, once a week when they're cleaning from the laundry. <laughs> Every time they're wearing it, it's like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's run down the road, and we take a little race. Um, but everyone, even if they didn't run the whole marathon, everyone crossed the finish line from wherever they could. Um, for me, it was especially 
meaningful, awesome, unbelievable. As I was turned the corner to finish, cross the finish line, and all my campers and counselors that didn't run saw me coming. They joined behind, and we all crossed the finish line together. Oh, that's awesome. That's got to feel great. Awesome. And that was probably like at the 24, 25-minute mark. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's amazing. Good oh, yeah, for you. We have a Miami 13 mile marathon to train for. This is, you know, this is nothing. You know it. This is a warm up. This is just to give you a taste. Listen, there are some hills on 247. All right, let's not knock it. It was a hot day. <laughs> I have no doubt that it was a hot day. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachan. I'm being joined now uh, by Laura Fruchter, the director of Morash Yachan, and Rabbi Arya Yudin, the assistant director. Um, just before I let you guys go, give me one last um, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, before Morash ends. So, uh, one of the exciting highlights for uh, next month, obviously, is our famous Morash Olympics which is really going to be exciting. We've got at the end of uh, the end of August, we got exciting trips coming up. We don't even have to think that far, though, because Thursday, today, Yachad's flying high. we got a helicopter ride. We're flying over Camp Morasha. Very exciting. Awesome. Very exciting. Uh, always a lot going on at Camp Morasha. Oh, if you yeah. want to find out more about it, you can go to campmorasha.com or facebook.com slash Morasha Camp. Laura and Arya, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Ellie. Have a good one. You too, my man. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And I'm excited to introduce our next guest. Next, we have Rabbi Ari Katz, who's the owner-director of Camp Misora. Ari, welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Having me, so excited to be here. Um, so I got to tell everybody, I went up to visit Camp Misora on Monday. I haven't, I mean, I, I went up to visit last year also, but I haven't been to Camp Misora as staff for the actual summer since 2004. The changes that have gone on are absolutely mind-boggling. This the place is not the same place that I left. Uh, what is it? Nine years? Nine years ago. So first of all. Rabbi Ari Katz, to you and the whole Camp Misora. Yashikach to you, but tell us what's going on in camp. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, the place is booming, rocking. Uh, you know, we have so many kids this summer, full season, uh, kids staying full season, and uh, it, it's just, it's rocking. Um, you know, many of the new things that changes that we have out last year already, we put in this uh, this sports pavilion uh, with two hockey courts, two, two basketball courts, uh, finishing up all the bunks on girls' campus and certainly uh, on, uh, on boys' campus as well, air conditioning the boys' shul, uh, just going on from project to project. Uh, but the, the, I think the coolest thing this summer, uh, two of the programs, is the mountain biking program uh, that's going up. Across in uh, across the road, uh, it's it's just an amazing opportunity for kids to learn how to mountain bike with paths, trails, through water, and our Israel IDF training, which has been phenomenal and just a, a bit smashing success with the kids. That's awesome. So yeah, we're going to come back and talk about those programs in just a second because those are really, um, I think, unique and different and special uh, to Camp Misora. But last night, for all of you who don't know, last night was Zimriah in Camp Misora. Obviously, it's the battle between the boys and the girls. Um, I remember from my days, not to brag or anything, but in 2002 and 2003, from what we were told, Boys Campus won two years in a row for the first time in Camp Missouri history. I don't know if that's happened since, but it was a very big deal to us. Has it happened? Do you know? So they, they, two years ago, they, they won, 
and uh, this competition is uh, one of the most intense competitions I have ever seen uh, with, with harmonies and, and the boys singing and soloists. It's it's incredible. And Zimria is still done in the dome in the Masora dome. Still done in the Masora dome. Oh, that, that's the greatest feeling when you're inside the dome and there's like 700 people singing at the top of their lungs. Correct. This year we're actually uh, recording it with a professional studio and hopefully sending out to the entire uh, Misora family body and, and uh, putting it up online for everyone to hear. Oh, that's awesome. I look forward to hearing that. I mean, you know what? I'll play it in a couple of weeks. We'll use it as the music for the show that week. That would be phenomenal. Awesome. All right, so right here, let's get into it. The two songs that the boys' campus is going to sing is Lo Yanam by Miami Mizrach and Va'ashiva by Benny Amar. Here are the songs for the boys' campus.
And that was Lo Yanum by Miami Mizrach and the Ashiva by Benny Amar. We're being joined by Ari Katz, the owner and director of Camp Misora. Ari, just tell us a little bit about the excitement uh, last night at at Zimriah in the Misora Dome. The, the excitement was crazy. Uh, the kids were, were standing up, screaming on top of their lungs. Um, boys competing versus girls. You know how rare it is you find the boys just get into to singing and the music. Right. If it's not a sporting some... event, typically they just don't care as much. Exactly. Exactly. But this is this is a competition that they uh, they, they they want to rock the girls. So uh, this is something that they're getting into. They're, they're trash talking all through the dining room constantly, and this is competition that take you know that they're talking about for weeks. It's unreal. It's so. I remember. I mean, when I was there, just it's just so exciting gives you like you have like a short-term goal something to look forward to we're learning these songs now because tomorrow night or the night after is going to be this insane awesome singing contest and but you know what it never feels good to come in second place you know what i mean hundred percent hundred percent but you know it's a leadership with with the campers um you know the, the girl side and the boy side you know even with some of the real star athletes to see some of their talent shine uh soloists um that you wouldn't think would be able to get up and sing like that and teach it, it, they, they really shine it's, it's it's unbelievable how you see from both angles the kids abilities and what they're able to do yeah zimria is probably a great opportunity to see the you know the more quiet kid or the kid who's not into sports kind of break out of their shell and become their own Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I remember. It's unbelievable. It's just great times. It's just great times. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm being joined now by the owner and director of Camp Misora, uh, Rabbi Ari Katz. Uh, Ari, uh, Yachad has had a program in Misora for a number, number of years, uh, going back a while, and now again there's a new reinvigorated program led by uh, Michelle Prust. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about um, the Misora Yachad program and specifically the uniqueness uh, and how the program relates to the camp itself. Right, so I have to really thank uh, Michelle Pruss for doing an outstanding job as, as always at Natanel Goldstein. Really oh, Rabbi, not- I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't even know if you know this because it literally happened like three hours ago. Michelle yeah. Pruss came home for her brother had a baby for the bris and she she got engaged and she didn't know. I actually just heard that five minutes ago. Yeah, unbelievable, I, I right? Mazal Tov. to Michelle Pruss. Yeah, she'll be back in camp in a little bit. We are so excited. We're anxiously awaiting, awaiting her arrival. But she, she has played such an important role here in this camp. Um, you know, I, I think the vocational program is incredible, and, and the people walking around, the interactions are, are, are just amazing. But I really think where it's really unique, I don't think too many camps do this, is um, integrating, you know, the Yaha campers with, you know, within the regular bunks. And, and the, the interactions and the way that all the campers socialize together, it, it, it's transformed the bunks and it's transformed the, the camp. Correct. I, 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 I encourage every camp to do a program like this. The kids love each other. They're dancing together. They're, they're hanging out. They're playing sports together. It's just a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, it's, it's just so unique. I remember when I was uh, in, in camp also there was a um, a an inclusive uh, Yachad program where the Yachad member sometimes together with uh, a shadow will sleep and live and be a part of um, a regular typical bunk and do everything the same way uh, that bunk does and it's just such a unique uh, I think experience of course for the Yachad member but I think even more so for the other campers just to realize that 
just because somebody has a disability, they might look different, they might speak differently, they might act differently, they're able to do the same things that I am, and they can do everything the same way that I'm doing. And that's a very important um, thing to learn for these teenagers as they're growing up. Oh, yeah. And by the way, if I could share with you one thing that I, that I noticed on Changeover Day last year, there was a boy from the Yachat program, just became very close friends with, with, with the division. As he was getting on the bus, literally every Masoric in that division, they, they, and these were boys, were crying and, and pleading for him to stay. And, and to me, that was, that was worth a million bucks. Right. It, it should, I mean, the experience itself, from, you know, you can see the maturity and you can see a team teenager literally growing up even though camp is only you know two months long you can see from day one until the last day when they go home you can see the change in the typical high school student based on his interaction with the yacha program that's correct. So this past Monday in Camp Misora, for the second time, um, Misora and Yacha together uh, put on a, a race through camp. Um, last year was a 5K. This year, Rabbi Katz, was a, a little bit more than a 5K. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the program? Yeah, so this program um, the, the, was for kids going into 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. Uh, these kids, boys and girls, they had two separate races, trained for weeks in preparation, uh, and, and especially to raise money for, for Yachad. Um, and I think our kids just really automatically just gravitate to the, to the marathon because they feel the connection from day one in camp. These kids, these kids trained, they ran, they, they raised money, they sponsored, and it was just an incredible event. It's actually funny. We had, not only did the kids run, we also had kids on our mountain biking program, uh, run the race also because the, the hills are very steep and it was, they were working up to it also. But, uh, just the excitement and, and intensity and, and the kids who, who would have given up, but they wanted to finish the race because of Yachad and, uh, they, they went all the way through. It was just an exciting event. Yeah, I'll tell you, I mean, from having, I went up to camp uh, for, for this event and to experience it. You know, you can tell even from, you know, the first male runner to finish, uh, you know, whether it was 23 or 20, 24 minutes all the way to the last male or female runner, whether it was, you know, 35, 40, 45 minutes, it didn't matter. The excitement that was in the air, the excitement on their faces, the excitement on the participants' faces as they crossed the finish line is just, it's just not imaginable. It's just an unbelievable experience from seeing that and being there uh, just to be a part of the whole, whole program. Oh yeah, and Ellie, I don't know if you if you noticed when um, in the beginning of the boys' race, Josh Brody, our our boys' head counselor. Oh, he did it with no, his shoes. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had no intention to even run, and and he saw the excitement of the kids. He was wearing pants, uh, his polo shirt, and his, and his shoes. He said, "That's it, I'm doing it." And right, he was race. he wasn't wearing sneakers. He was wearing like work boots. <laughs> exactly. And he did it. He did it. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was truly uh, just e- exceptional. But let's go back to what you were just talking about uh, with the mountain biking. I had never, I didn't know about this program, and you told me about it when I went up. And it's just so unique to give campers the ability to, you know, quote unquote, individualize their camping experience based on what they're specifically interested in. Tell us a little bit about that new program. Yeah, as you said, individualize is the key word. We're really here to focus on that individual. Um, you know, uh, a number of years ago, we created a program uh, which was really Joseph Stansky, my partner's baby, um, who's, you know, who previously was in a camp called Sports Star. 
um, came up with the concept of workshops, which takes place uh, pretty much every day for an hour and a half a day. Uh, and the kids get to focus uh, kids that, uh, you know, on their level, their ability and their interest um, and focus on an activity that they really like. So one of these activities is it, mountain biking, which is a huge success. And they're training, and, and they're training, um, you know, the gears. It, it's under a program called Gears, which runs out of Beit Shemesh, but they're uh, really learning how to, you know, work the gears and and um, and, and bike and, and train for it. We have, an, uh, as I mentioned before, this IDF program, and we're also doing a workshop that's uh, a build your own bunk workshop uh, where we're putting up staff housing right now, and uh, kids who, who are interested in building are, are learning the whole mechanics and, and, and the art of, of building, and, and you know, it just goes on and on and on, uh, but we, we're here for the kids, and that's what we want to focus on throughout the summer. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll tell you, when, when I was there and I walked the campus, you know, the famous campus I Road for the first time uh, in a year, and I actually did it with a friend of mine, Yossi Herzog, who, went, who was in camp with me uh, 10 years ago, and the two of us just walking the road, obviously it brought back such incredible memories and great times, but the changes to the camp itself was just so amazing. The, the um, what did you, what'd you call it? The pavilion, right? Yeah. Yeah, the pavilion on Boys Campus is unbelievable. It's this massive... You know, covered courts, right? Two hockey courts and two basketball courts open on all sides, but it has a covering on it. So leagues and games and just shooting around and having a good time doesn't end when it rains. You know, and it gives that ability and the flexibility to just have that many more programs going on at one time. And also there are pools. <laughs> when did Kimisora get pools? It was always the lake. Yeah, that's right. A number of years ago, already we we put in pools, a new docks, beachfronts. Uh, you know, with um, uh, we just bought a new wave runner and uh, and boating. The, the water sports are incredible. It's so amazing. You know, um, all right. Let me ask you what, one question. I mean, you've been involved in Jewish camping uh, for quite a while. Can you speak just for a minute about the transformation that the whole Jewish camping, I don't know, world, I guess, has changed in the last you know, seven or ten years. You know, like when I was in camp, and I'm not so old, you know, I, I'm, I'm 29. When I was in camp, it seems that it's just so different from now, and I'm assuming a lot of that is really just the change in technology and the easy, easiness to which things are affordable. Oh, yeah. I mean, camps are, are, are completely, completely different than, than what it was uh, way back when. Um, I, I, but again, I, I, as I mentioned to you uh, earlier, I, I think that our success and any camp success these days is, and this is why kids love to stay in, and, they, and they grow so much in camp, is the, the, the most important thing is to really understand the kid, know every strength, every, every weakness of, of every camper, and and uh, and that that's that, that that changes the whole camping environment. Um, they feel proud when they leave. They feel people that that cared about them. And, and as a result, you know, camps we filled up, and and thank God we have a sold out program. And uh, in turn, we were able to you know, with our successful clientele and and our families who've been with us. For so many years, we, we have transformed the camp into something great, into uh, a unique program, a, a real, true family with staff members that I, I truly believe you can't find in any other camp. And, uh, you know, we keep growing the camp and, and looking forward to bigger and better things, a dining room on its way, and, and many other new things that are hopefully coming within the next few years. Yeah, it's so incredible. I mean, Camp Missora is no longer, you know, it's not even a camp, meaning it's not just a summer program. It's all year round the pride 
I remember when I had also the pride that when these kids go home to wherever they're from, their entire year just looks forward to going back to Camp Missora. Oh, yeah, and, and, and we, we keep up with the kids all year long. We have many reunions uh, monthly with the kids because I, we think it's such an important thing. If you break, you know, you cut your ties and you don't speak to them all year long, it makes it more difficult to get back into things, and, and we believe that it has to be a year-long relationship. Yeah, if you want to find out more about Camp Missora, you can visit Camp Missora at campmissora.com. You can like it on Facebook at facebook.com uh, slash Camp Missora. Uh, Rabbi Ari Katz, the owner and director of Camp Missora, just before we let you go, uh, what's... Pick out one event that's coming up in the second month uh, that everybody's looking forward to. So I, I know that uh, Edan is coming uh, uh, right after Changeover, Dan. He was a big celebrity. Edan um, from America's Got Talent? You got it. You got it. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, yeah. I think we are. We will be the first camp to actually host them physically in camp, and we're extremely excited about that. That's amazing. Do you, do you have the date for that? Uh, what date is that? Uh, it's August... So the second session begins July 29th. August 4th. August 4th. Oh, so you're doing that in honor of my birthday on August 8th. Of course. Uh, of course. Much appreciated. I hope you're going to be up here for that. I, I'm going to put it on my to-do list. I can't promise, <laughs> but I would definitely try. It sounds awesome. Uh, listen, also, if I could just give a shout-out to uh, Aliza Gortz, also, who... Uh, oh, Absolutely. Who really was a, a tremendous uh, asset? It just it ran the entire Yachad marathon and, and really just took it under wings and ran with it and excited all the campers, uh, Tamar Siklik and so many others. Um, and in addition to uh, to that, just for the Zimria Sarit Silvera, who's our music director, just does an outstanding production and uh, it's a very moving evening so I, I really thank all of them oh, so thank you yeah thank you so much for joining me and just before we let you go we're gonna actually do you want to introduce the two songs the girls are going to be doing or you want me to do it no you, you do it it'll be more exciting uh more exciting thank you so for the girls campus coming up right here we're going to play the songs that the girls are going to that the girls sang last night at zimria girls campus sang tov lachasos by baruch levine and Pia Pasla by Michal Przanski or by Ari Katz. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you shortly. Oh, 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 oh,
And that was Piha Paschla by Michal Przanski. And right before that, we have Tov Lachasos by Baruch Levine. Those being the two songs that the girls' campus sang last night at Zimria at Camp Misora. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to, ex- want to thank my guests. Earlier in the show, we spoke to Rabbi Arya Yudin, the assistant director of Camp Morasha, and Laura Fruchter, the director of and right after that, we spoke to Rabbi Ari Katz, who's the owner and director of Camp Misora. I had the pleasure of uh, spending my summers in both Camp Misora uh, and Morasha. And of course, the music from today's show uh, was featured last night at Zimria in Camp Misora. You've been listening to the Jewish Reaction. I want to wish everybody a wonderful weekend.